ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. If you were given a Google Street View map of anywhere on Earth, an image of anywhere on Earth, do you think you could identify the exact location? Do you think you could do it if you had less than a minute to guess? Well, the, the competitors at the GeoGuessr World Cup do just that, and they do it in arenas full of spectators who are cheering on every move. It's a big planet, sure, but the small world of competitive geoguessing is growing, and we guess it's time that we locate and identify one of its competitors. Joining us right now on Overnights is Gavin, perhaps best known as Chicago geographer, a YouTuber and competitor in the GeoGuessr World Cup. Hello, Gavin. Hello, thanks so much for having me. Tell me about this phenomenon. Is this a new esport or has it been around for a while? Yeah, so GeoGuessr has been around for coming up on uh, 11 years now, but as an esport, it's a brand new thing. Uh, we just had our first World Cup competition last year, and right now the qualifiers are getting started for this year's World Cup. So it's a new emerging esport uh, in the scene of GeoGuessr. Take us into the competition. How does it function? How do you choose winners? Yeah, so basically, uh, I guess to explain the game of GeoGuessr, you're trying to guess as accurately as possible in a random Street View location somewhere in the world. And so in the GeoGuessr World Cup, it's set up in a, a 1v1 duel setting where you're trying to compete against one person to get the closer guess. Uh, and eventually you just whittle away at each player's health uh, by getting closer guesses than them. And eventually whoever has no health at the end loses. Oh. Uh, so it's a really uh, quick paced and sort of just... Uh, completely geographically based game, uh, and I love it so much. How long does it take to whittle away someone's health? Uh, games can sometimes last uh, several minutes. Like I've had some rounds last into like you know twenty different locations, but in other times, if you get really difficult locations, uh, games could be over in just two or three rounds. So it really depends on uh, what you get. How do you train for a game like this? Uh, yeah, so GeoGuessr, uh, it's a lot of practice for me personally. I've just been playing the game for so many years that uh, after a while, you just sort of start to pick up on the different clues and signs and just different foliage around the world that you can use to learn. Uh, and the community itself is really good at researching things like this for all the countries in the game. Uh, so yeah, that's how you practice. It's just you keep playing the game and study these different clues and eventually you start to pick it up. So how broad is an image? What would be included in a typical image? Yeah, so uh, within Google Street View, there's there's only the countries, of course, that Google has been to. Uh, and then in a single Street View image, you could be anywhere from a remote forest road to like downtown New York or something. Uh, so, but within each image, you know, sometimes people play no moving. So you only have like what you see around you in a 360 panorama. And yeah, it just is very dependent on like looking for those little clues and figuring out what you see that tells you where you are. This is where it gets interesting because the pyramids and Times Square are very obvious. Can you tell us the kind of things you would be looking for to identify those less obvious places? Right, yeah. So if I was dropped on a maybe a rural road somewhere, I'd be looking at the, the type of road that we have, maybe the, the paint of the lines. Uh, if we have any road signs in the distance, those are very helpful, uh, especially for determining regions of the world. Uh, and then also just looking at foliage, just seeing, is it tropical? Is it dry? Uh, really just all these little details. That's really important, especially if you have no no signage, no buildings or anything. Right. So the foliage, I mean, it still exists in temperate zones, tropical zones. It, it might narrow it down somewhat. What about something like mm -hmm. street signs? Can you give away any colors or signs that the rest of us can look out for? Is that proprietary information? <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, I, I guess one kind of interesting example is 
in the in the country of Colombia, on the back of their signs, they'll often have like a, a cross bar support. Uh, and that's for some reason really unique to Colombia. So okay. if you see that on the back of a sign and it looks vaguely tropical Latin American, you can be sure that you're in Colombia with that. Are there things you look out for to identify Australia? Uh, yeah, Australia. Uh, I'm kind of bad at Australia. I won't <laughs> lie. <laughs> but yeah, I always look for the, the left side of the road. Uh, in some of the older coverage, you'll see a long antenna on the back of the Google car. Right. The car is also white. Uh, and then also Australian foliage is pretty distinct with all the eucalyptus trees and things like that. Ah, that's right. And and our street signs, green and white, is that the US combination as well for street signs? Yeah, a lot of the US yeah has green and white. That's the problem, isn't it? As these agencies harmonize transport standards, then it makes it harder for you to play this game if everything looks the same. Right, exactly. <laughs> okay. All right. So where did this interest in the game come from? How does it connect to you and your interests as a child? Yeah, so I, I personally always loved geography. Literally, as long as I can remember, it's been probably my the thing I've been most fascinated by. Uh, and so when I discovered GeoGuessr, I realized this, this game is amazing, combines everything that I, I love about geography and turns it into a game, uh, which is why I find it so appealing. Uh, but yeah, I've just always been a huge fan of geography, and GeoGuessr really speaks to that, that love of mine. Were you able to embrace an offline career in geography? Uh, in, in a sense, I guess, yeah. I, I've been working on YouTube videos, uh, playing GeoGuessr and making uh, videos about geography around the world. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's sort of turned into like a, a somewhat part-time slash full-time thing of mine at this point. Okay, and, so yeah, you, I'm super happy. Yeah. YouTube is your career? Uh, essentially, yeah. Okay, that's excellent. At this point. Yeah, excellent. And a free lifestyle. I mean, freedom in terms of the lifestyle. What about um, mm -hmm. this, this World Cup event? Is that being held online or, or somewhere physical? Uh, yeah, it's going to be held in person uh, in Stockholm, Sweden, which is where GeoGuessr is headquartered. Uh, so, yes, yeah, it should be very exciting to see how that goes this year. Are you friends or rivals with these GeoGuessr competitors? What's the atmosphere between you? Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say necessarily like rivals. Uh, there's definitely a really strong, healthy sense of competition between all the players in the community. Uh, but yeah, what I love the most about the GeoGuessr community is it's really tight-knit. People are very helpful and willing to to work with each other and learn about different clues. Uh, but then you also have the the healthy side of competition, people running practice tournaments and things. Uh, so yeah, it's a really, really great balance uh, of just competitiveness, but also just enjoying the game and geography together. Does this help in other areas? Say someone is missing, a missing person or a criminal is spotted in a certain location. Can your <laughs> skills in geo-guessing help work in a detective kind of sense? Uh, you know, I, I guess in a sense it could, yeah. There are people uh, people such as Rainbolt, who's pretty well known in the GeoGuessr community, and he has used different locations, different pictures that people have sent in and narrowed down exactly where they are just from a still picture, uh, like helping find people's grandparents in old photos and things like that. So there's oh. definitely a really unique sort of real-world application the in that sense. Spin-off benefit. Does AI play this game as well? Because I'd imagine that would be hard to compete against. Yeah, you know, people have been trying to challenge like ChatGPT and building their own different bots to to tackle uh, GeoGuessr, and it's honestly impressive how close they can get sometimes. Like I've I've been blown away. You're listening right now to Gavin, who's also known as Chicago geographer, taking us into the world of geoguessing. You mentioned Rainbolt. Can you introduce us to some of the characters of this esport so we can maybe get more excited about it and who know who to follow? 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so Rainbolt is pretty well known in GeoGuessr. Uh, he he went pretty viral on TikTok for his GeoGuessr skills and finding people's photos. So he's he's like kind of a face of the community in a sense. Uh, and then there's also uh, Oscar Zigzag. He was interviewed on ABC uh, on TV the other day. Uh, and yeah, he's another really prominent member of the community. So, is are there certain countries that are most into this, or is it quite a global sport? Yeah, I would say it's it's pretty global. Uh, I think mainly players come tend to come from places like Europe, the US, Australia, uh, Japan. But yeah, you can find players from okay. all over the world, really. Can you share any memorable moments that you've had in this sport or at competitions? Yeah, I think what comes to mind for me is uh, the finale of the World Cup last year uh, when Consus, who was the champion, lifted up his trophy on stage in front of hundreds of people uh, that was just the coolest thing because this has never really happened before to the community. Uh, and to see the game come together in person like that to crown its first official champion was really something that I will cherish forever. Where was it held last year? Uh, it was also in Stockholm last year. Okay, so Stockholm's become the hub, almost like Athens with the Olympics. It's like the spiritual <laughs> hub of geoguessing. Yeah, pretty much. How many spectators and people turned up to watch last year? Uh, last year, yeah, there was an audience of a few hundred people. Uh, yeah, so like friends and family and just prominent community members all all gathered in Stockholm to see it in person. Had a small arena rented out for it, which was really cool to see. Two years in and a few hundred people, that's where you get a real tight knit between the players and the fans. There's no barrier anymore because everyone can talk to everyone. Is it quite exciting to be part of such a, a nascent community? Yeah, it's really cool to be part of this. Uh, I, I've been a member of the community for... Uh, over five years now and just like seeing how the game has developed over the t over the years and especially with this whole the buzz around the esports it's really exciting and i think geogas holds a lot of potential are sponsors getting excited about the sport or is it a bit too early for that yet yeah actually for the, the world cup last year uh the one of the prizes for the winner was sponsored by mission impossible and they got okay. to go to italy and do all these things that Tom Cruise would be doing, <laughs> which was pretty awesome to see. That suits the sport, doesn't it? This adventuring and locations, it's, it's very in line with the sport. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What kind of prize money is available, or is it just prizes, um, goods and services rather than money at this stage? Uh, yeah, so there, there was a small prize pool of uh, $50,000 split across all the different players in the World Cup last year. Uh, and I think this year it's up to 100000 split across... Uh, including the qualifier playing as well. So yeah, there is a little bit of prize money to be won as well. So what are you going to do in the preparation for this year's games to try and get an advantage over your competitors? Uh, this this year, I've I really got to try to get back into it. I've been a little bit out of practice since last World Cup, so I'm going to be just grinding different games of GeoGuess or trying to just get good country streaks, uh, improve my guessing of regions within large countries like Russia, Indonesia, uh, those are areas I struggle with a lot. So just going to be practicing with the community and hopefully uh, come the qualifiers next month, I can do well okay. and make it to the final. Okay, so you look out for eucalyptus and left-hand driving in Australia. How would you spot Russia, for instance? What are you looking for over there? Uh, yeah, Russia has pretty distinct architecture a lot of the times. So like Russian houses will be very easy to spot. Um, and again, there's a little bit of the, the meta gaming, you could call it, of the Geogus or, or Google Street View panoramas. So like okay. Russian coverage, a lot of times I have a long antenna uh, and then just like more of the landscape, you have distinct poles in Russia and different like sort of trees that you look for there as well. What does the typical Russian house look like? 
Oh, uh, that's that's hard to explain, honestly. Okay. <laughs> that's a good question. It's like sort of you know it when you see it, but um, is it in the roofs, the arches, or? Yeah, a lot of times in the roofs and like the the construction material. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's well, yeah. funny how subtle this game can get because it is hard to explain, but you just know it mm-hmm. when you see it. So, so you've got to brush up on Indonesia and Russia. And uh, what about friendships that you've formed? Have you managed to form some good friendships with the people in this community? Yeah, I absolutely have. Uh, working together with different uh, content creators and professional players in the game, uh, I, I've had made some real friends, and it's really awesome to see. Like, met up with people uh, in person, and yeah, just it's it's been such a cool community to be a part of in that sense. Okay. Does your family come to watch? Any friends? Uh, they weren't able to make it last year. Uh, hopefully this year, if I if I qualify, I'll uh, I'll have some of my friends come and family. But yeah, for now, they just try to watch online when they can. How do you balance the fun of this activity with the competitive side? Yeah, honestly, sometimes it's tough for me. Uh, I, I think generally what I try to do is when I'm making something like a YouTube video or playing on, on a Twitch stream, I try to have that be a little bit more casual or like casual audience focused and just play the game more from a geography love standpoint. Uh, but then sort of off screen is when I would do more of my practice games, really hardcore stuff, and then playing in people's tournaments as well. That's when I get a lot of my more competitive stuff in. But yeah, I think I try to keep a lot of what the game is all about, and that's just geography for me. So I try to focus on that when I can. Your channel is about geography as well. Can you tell us about your YouTube channel? Yeah, absolutely. So I've been making videos for about five years now. Uh, Mainly what I post is different GeoGuessr gameplay, things like play-alongs where people can play the same challenges that I do, or just showcasing different unique maps. Uh, but I also make geogra- uh, geography videos about facts, things like the longest rivers and countries, highest points, uh, airport comparisons, stuff like that as well. Oh, you'd be good for trivia as well. We're always looking for interesting trivia questions. Is there anything interesting geographically about the world that you've discovered recently that you could share? Oh, that's a great question. Um, yeah, you know, I've been researching a lot of rivers around the world for a sort of series I'm doing about longest rivers. And I've been kind of surprised to see some of the rivers in countries like you wouldn't expect such long rivers. Like I, I was a little bit surprised by the, the longest river in Poland being over a thousand kilometers. It goes like the entire height of the country. And that was just really fascinating to me. Is it fed by a mountain or where's the, what's the source of this river? Yeah. So it starts in the, the mountains in the South of Poland and then just works its way all the way through like Krakow, Warsaw, right up to the Baltic Sea. Okay. We've had a few uh, river questions on our quiz recently. The Yangtze River came up as the longest river in Asia and they're quite a, it just seems they're so central to human life rivers because civilizations seem to start by the river as well so yeah mm. they, they seem to play a primal role in our society what what lessons do you think geography offers to people one is the primacy of rivers that I was just mentioning are there any lessons for everyday life that you've learned from studying geography for so long yeah honestly I, I think sort of tying it back to geogasser a little bit um when, what I love the most about GeoGuessr is just seeing everyday life encapsul- encapsulated in a single like Google Street View location, especially when you're playing and you get a location in a city or a town. You can just see people going about their lives, and I think it's a really unique way to, to learn about different countries. Uh, I think for me, one example is like the country of Rwanda just recently got Street View, and looking around at Rwanda... Uh, from the perspective of the Google Street View driver was so interesting just to see people going about their lives. And I think in that sense, I've learned a lot about the way humanity functions and just 
what's going on in different countries around the world through GeoGuessr. That's a fascinating addition to the usual story we get, because I imagine the news just tells the bad news stories from around the world, because that's what sells and what attracts eyeballs. But you get right. the whole story, the, the down-to-earth, positive, everyday story beyond the news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's an interesting perspective that your sport gives you. Okay. Any final thoughts you can leave us with if someone's interested in geo-guessing and would like to get involved like you have, where's the best place to start? Uh, I would say the best place to start is to head over to geoguesser.com, create your account and start playing. Uh, you can also find a lot of amazing different YouTube videos uh, on, on YouTube. Just Google geoguesser gameplay and you'll find all different kinds of channels, hopefully including mine as well. Uh, and yeah, just get into the community, start playing, and you'll see that it's a really fun hobby to have. Okay. All right. It's a fun and novel ha- hobby. I've never heard of it before, but it sounds like a, an interesting <laughs> lifestyle. So Gavin, thanks for sharing it with us today. Thank you so much for having me. That's Gavin, also known as Chicago Geographer, Geographer, a YouTuber and geography whiz who's competing in the GeoGuessr World Cup. So look that up if you'd like to join. ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more.